The following program is a specialty program. Unless otherwise identified, the participants on the program are not employees of Chorus Entertainment. Opinions expressed may not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. It's another Sunday night here in quarantine, and tonight we're going to check in with what's happening out on the West Coast. What's happening in comedy from all the way in Alberta, all the way down to L.A. We're going to go from the rodeo to Rodeo Drive. It's Sunday night, I'm Dean Young, and we're about to go Inside the Joke. Welcome to Inside Jokes on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. You're listening to Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto, brought to you, of course, by our good friends at Hakeem Optical, helping you see your COVID prescription more clearly. That's a new one, maybe. I'm. Uh, I, for, before we kick off, we have a couple of guests joining us tonight. We got Spencer Strykert out in Alberta. Uh, he's working on a piece for the Comedy Tribune where he's just checking in with comics coast to coast across Canada and finding out what the heck people are doing during this whole shutdown and what everybody thinks their careers are going to look like after this. Cause we honestly, we have really no idea. Uh, and then we're going to go out to the West coast. We're going to go down to LA and talk to Melissa Shoshahi. But first I'm going to check in and make sure our producer Vince Tedesco is still alive. Vince, are you on the line? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. Your COVID prescription? There's a prescription for COVID now? <laughs> every, week, every week while we're in these like remote call-ins, we need like uh, new cell lines for Hakeem Optical. Uh, and of course, there's nothing. You know what's frustrating right now, Vince? I mean, we're going into this is week four of the this whole quarantine that we're going into. Um, and the the frustrating thing is, you try to do anything else or think about anything else, but you you can't because the entire planet is in the same mode right now. I know. Every time I turn on my TV, it's always like my go-to is the news channels just to see what's going up, and then you know you gotta like diffuse your brain from all of that because just too much. It's too much now. Well, and that's the thing. And obviously, I want to find out. We, we've got Spencer from Alberta, which Alberta's in a unique spot because Alberta comics, and we've talked about it on this show before, Alberta is notoriously one of the best places in Canada for road comics. That's what they do yeah. out there. You live, you know, you're based in Calgary or you're based in Edmonton, but you spend 80% of your time every year and 80% of your gigs come from just traveling that circuit, being around on the road, doing the casinos and doing the clubs and doing the small cities and all this stuff. Obviously, that's all completely gone right now. So it'll be interesting to find out what what's happening out in Alberta and also what, you know, what people have told Spencer for this article that he's doing comics across the country. But also uh, last week, we checked in with Christina Walkinshaw out in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, so a little later on the show, we're going to get that that viewpoint from Melissa Shoshaki to tell us what it's like, you know, on the West Coast out in the L.A. comedy scene right now. I mean, there's not really a comedy scene anywhere. Yeah, but the other mecca of the of the comedy scene would be Los Angeles, which is crazy because when I got back from L.A., all this craziness just kicked up into high gear. Like it was just sort of starting, up, that's right. Yeah, it's, it was shut down within a week since I got home. So it was crazy. And I saw Melissa there, too, so nice to get her take on it. Well, and that's the thing, like, I, I've been sort of, I mean, uh, you know, we're on a news talk station, and I, I religiously watch the news. First thing I do when I wake up every morning is I grabbing my phone and I'm going on CNN and especially with the election stuff that was following that on. But I'm sort of doing the opposite right now. I'm, I'm just sort of, I'm, I haven't been going on the news. I'm not 
not watching this stuff on social media. I'm just sort of working on my own stuff and trying to get away from it a bit because you're, you're stuck at home and you're, and you're just trying to pass the time and we all know what's going on, but you don't want to be inundated with this 24 hours a day. Right. Yeah. I just eat a lot. I cook eat a lot. Everybody, everybody's going to get, you know, it's, it, it's cruel too, because it's right before summer. <laughs> everyone's going to pack on like 40 pounds. Everyone's going to have hermit beards, you know? Yeah, well, there you go. A lot of comedy videos and a lot of cooking on my end, so I'm occupying my time somewhat manageably, but we'll see. I mean, you know, it's good. We have, thankfully, we're still on there. We have listeners to keep occupied. Porn, whoever's working in internet porn is just rubbing their hands together right now. <laughs> you know, this is like the goal. We just left the golden age of stand-up. We were talking about that last week, but now who's ever working in, like, the porn hubs of the world is just like, yes. <laughs> Well, are you still making porn? Is it still isn't that like the opposite of social distancing? Or I, I, I think this is when you see the B sides come out, like this, you know, the yeah. stuff that didn't make the cut originally. It's like how Tupac and Kurt Cobain still have a new song that comes out of nowhere every year. That's it. Behind the porn chronicles. Yeah, it's all the bootlegs. It's going to be like the basement tapes <laughs> of porn that's going to be hitting the internet now. Oh man. Anyways, let's uh, let's get to it. Let's go to the West Coast, Calgary. Yeah, Alberta. we're gonna we're, we're gonna. T- we're taking it west this week. So first, we're going to, uh, when we come back from the break, we're going to find out what people are saying. So uh, Spencer Stryker interviewed, he's been interviewing comics coast to coast across Canada just to find out what people are up to and what, what they think is going to happen when sort of the dust settles on this whole craziness and, and what projects comics are working on right now. So we'll, we'll come back from the break. We'll talk to Spencer Stryker and find out what, uh, what comics out on the West Coast are talking about. Uh, we'll be back with more inside jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Hi, this is Lewis Black, and you're listening to Inside Jokes, which is why it's funny, you idiot. <laughs> I wrote my new song on a $5 bill, but I won't be able to sing it until I get hot on the trail for to pick up the track of the dirty little thief and get my five bucks back. You're listening to Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto, and of course, coast to coast, Canada wide on the Global News Radio Network. Speaking of coast-to-coast, we're touching in with the West Coast this week. Out in Alberta, we have Spencer Stryker joining us on the phone. How are you doing, man? Oh, man, I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing? Good. good. I was talking to you the, the other day. Uh, so you, it's, First off, it sounds like you're staying very productive and, more importantly, sane during this whole thing. Yeah, no, I, I think, like, right when everything started to get locked down, I, I started trying to find ways that I could stay productive just because, I, I would I would be going insane at at this moment if I wasn't busy. <laughs> well, and it's interesting. Before we and and there's this first off, there's this really interesting article you've been putting together for the Comedy Tribune, which sort of goes along with what we've been doing on the air this past week, which is just checking in with comics all across the country and seeing what the heck people are working on right now and how people are sort of not just subsidizing this whole thing, but just keeping busy and keeping sharp and using other platforms while they can't be on stage. So we're going to, I want to, I want to get into that for sure. But it's interesting because before all this stuff happened, you actually, you put out an album last year and then you took a break from being on stage. You took a bit of a break from stand up. Yeah. So I had released the album and then the last time when I was on the show, I like two days later was just, like completely done. I I, I was taking yeah. a, I was I was taking an indefinite hiatus, uh, and I just uh, like yeah took the whole summer, went and did a bunch of theater and and kind of avoided stand up just for my own mental health. And then 
right as soon as I got back into it and like started, you know, really getting my, my feet wet again, got, you know, my groove back, got new material and uh, then everything gets shut down. So it was, it was a little terrifying. Like that's what we always like to hear Spencer. Every time somebody says, well, I did your show and then I immediately quit comedy. <laughs> that's yeah. what we always like to that's always encouraging but it, i mean it's interesting i mean you you take this whole time away from stage which which came at a good time you pumped out that album you had something that was solid that you had worked on and it was ready to go and then you yeah, I, which i think is healthy for comics to do sometimes is to sort of take some time to work on something else go and live life a little bit and just sort of re refill that tank and recharge those batteries i think it's essential because when you when you spend all of your time at Mike's and you spend all of your time on stage, it's sort of this catch 22 where you're not talking about anything new because you're not living anything new. You're just in the same cycle of seeing the same people every night and doing the same stuff. Well, and I, I think that's uh, something interesting that I found was as soon as I took a break from everything, my writing just went up like exponentially. Like all of a sudden I was thinking about stuff in ways that was completely different because you're right if you are in like that you know circle of doing mics and doing shows all the time uh you can you can get stuck in in just a comics mindset where you start you know saying stuff on stage where you're like yeah an audience of course they're not gonna laugh at that they don't get what you know comics get right now (laughs) exactly yeah you're almost just completely playing to the back of the room where you 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 get almost into this sort of rabbit hole where you start doing material that's completely just based on what other comics would understand. Totally. And, and it's funny because I, I heard a, a, a quote from my buddy Brett Forte at one point, he was like, yeah, like uh, I, I always, you know, looked at things like I want to, you know, play to the audience and not, you know, I want to, I want to get good at those club gigs and stuff because that's where you're going to make money. And it's like, but that, that applies to writing too, because if you, if you aren't writing for, the people that are paying to see you, why are you writing? Like what, like you're, you're doing it just for, you know, the circle of, of, you know, comics that are at the back of the room that are going to laugh at it. And that's, that's a smaller, smaller pool to draw from. So completely. And it's sort of not going to have any forward momentum for you. So, I mean, so you started working on this article for the Tribune. You're checking in with comics all over Canada and seeing what people are up to. What sort of, uh, cause we, we touched on this a little bit last week. We had, Dom Perret sort of weighing in from here in the Toronto scene. We had Christina Walkinshaw out in New York. For you, talking to all these comics all over the place so far, what's sort of the the general consensus? Like, what are people up to? What do people see happening after all of this? Well, it's it's interesting because everybody seems to uh, see this as being where there is going to be change, whether that is, um, you know, in, in like a sanitary setting, like, you know, with a lot of clubs, you know, and, and venues that we have to perform in, it might not be the, the, the most up to date in terms of health and safety regulations. So that was <laughs> yeah, something yeah. that everybody said, you know, that's going to change. Uh, it, it's probably going to affect how comics can tour internationally for sure after this, because there's, there's not going to be, you know, this, this like, loose standard with a lot of things like the States has never been loose, but you know, if if you were to go to the UK, it's a lot easier. And, and everybody seems to agree that that's going to be a challenge even probably within the next couple of years. Completely. Um, and I mean, and, uh, and, and then, uh, yeah, the other uh, thing that I uh, talked about was uh, I talked with Leonard Chan um, uh, about like his whole like cruise ship experience thing. At, like, and, and so it's, it's been interesting. I've been checking in with a lot of comics, but everybody seems to, 
everybody seems to have an idea, but also have no idea about what's going to happen. And that's, that's a really weird place to be. And actually, yeah, is one subsec. We we touched on that with Walkinshaw last week because she's been doing a lot of this work the past year or two on cruises. Obviously, that's who knows how much of that's going to come back. Um, and also, the other thing uh, for you guys out in Alberta, I want to come back from break and, and touch on this a little bit is, you know, comics come here to Toronto from all over the country because this is sort of the main hub and this is where the auditions are and this is where you go out for writing gigs and all that stuff. Um, but Alberta is infamous for road work. You guys are the touring province. People live in Alberta. They live in Edmonton. They live in Calgary. And you go and hit that circus. You go that circuit. You go and do the road work, and that's a huge chunk of your gig sheet every year. That's how comics out there stay sharp, and that's how they survive. So I'll be curious what's going to happen with that when all this when all this comes back. So we're going to come back from break with more Spencer right here on Inside Jokes, Global News Radio, six forty, Toronto. This is Molly Earl, and uh, you're listening to Inside Jokes. So I guess that's about your liver. My liver and my... Uh, God, still got my teeth. And uh, my own teeth. And we're on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And of course, this week we're checking in with comics out in the West Coast here in Canada and down in L.A. and find out what the hell people are doing during this whole shutdown. Uh, back on the line with us, we have Spencer Stryker from out in Alberta. How you doing, man? I am doing pretty good. Still holding in there, you know. <laughs> so we were talking before the break about uh, this article that you're putting together for the Tribune. You sort of checked in with comics all across Canada just to see what people are up to. Uh, you you made an interesting point before the break too that that Christina Walkinshaw mentioned last week, which is comics that are doing a lot of tourism related stuff, like the cruise ship comics is the big one, the big standout, of course. A lot of that stuff's probably going to go away for a while, even once this sort of passes. Well, yeah, and and it's interesting because like you know there there's always that running joke that cruise ships are where comics go to die, but yeah. it's like. Now it might be the first time in history where that's like, like a, not not a joke. And, uh, <laughs> but, it's just literal, yeah. But the, uh, the the crazy thing is like that whole industry. It would be amazing if that actually recovers from this. But but uh, something that I was talking about with a couple of comics is like, how is that going to change? Because that is a huge money opportunity for you know comics that you know, have six months of the year where they, they might go and do a cruise ship and the other six months of the year, they might go on the road. Right. And so what's going to replace that? You know, you have like resorts that, you know, need entertainment. You have uh, a few, few of those similar things that aren't that, that might prosper out of this, but it's also hard to tell like how many resorts are going to, you know, be still around after all of this. Like, is that going to be a thing that is regular? Totally. I mean, there's a lot of comics who make their living off of just that. I mean, Jason Blanchard is a, is a big standout there. I mean, he left the Toronto stand-up scene a decade and a half ago, and he's been completely earning his bread and butter as he became like the cruise ship comic. That's his circuit. That's what he does. Um, guys like Ron Jossel, who go out and do a lot of resort shows and a lot of sort of destination shows. I mean, all that stuff is going to be up in the air. Um, for you guys, though, even out in Alberta, like I was saying before the break, I mean, you guys are, 
you know, Toronto and Vancouver might be sort of the main stand-up hubs, obviously, in Canada. But Alberta has its own unique sort of comedy sub-industry there, which is all road work. You guys are, are sort of the best place in the country for road work. You're based in one of the cities, and you go and hit these yeah. circuits of casinos, and, like, it's sort of the this trail of shows that people do every season. Do you see a lot of that coming back? I mean, I've gone and done that circuit myself. I think that that will come back pretty strong. Um, I think that it's hard to say, but I I feel like a lot of the road gigs that Alberta comics end up getting are in, in smaller towns where it's like, you know, it's a fundraiser for, <laughs> like, to raise money for their hockey rink or something. Or, yeah, yeah. you know, it's it's like a Thursday night and, and the bar in Prudis, Alberta is like, we need, you know, some entertainment just so that we can get people out. So. I feel like those gigs are probably not going to go away just because that is something that those communities get once in a while that they don't get all the time. Right. I think it's a little different than like a club that's open all the time because uh, in a city, because those are, you know, always going to have business because people are just willing to go see entertainment. Like they're just like, if you go to go to a small town, like I grew up in a town of like 500 people. If we ever had a comedian come through town, everybody would have went no matter what it was. Like what, it, what, it, what it's was, just an event, what was right? going on? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's, it's it's something that normally doesn't pass through town, and it just becomes like this huge sort of event. Yeah, and and so I feel like that that whole side of the you know road work is going to stay around because there's there's just there is a necessity for it. There's there's definitely interest, and um and and it's it's not as expensive for you know a lot of small towns like if if like a bunch of small towns they used to do this with rodeos in like rodeo season uh there would be like like towns that were like four you know in an area they would get together and like they would all have their rodeos in the same weekend so that it would cut down on travel costs and i feel like that would be something that might end up you know coming up out of this because i feel like a lot of people are going to need entertainment but they're not going to have a lot of money to spend on entertainment so yeah true and I think, and you might know, I mean, sort of checking in with so so many comics across the country right now and and the different stuff people are working in, so much of comedy, especially the sort of, you know, the newer comics and the people hitting open mics and stuff like that, so much of it is driven by ego, <laughs> you know? Everybody yeah. comes up going, I'm going to be the next something, the next so-and-so. Everything's driven by ego, and it's driven by this sort of, dark sense of self, this sort of tragedy that people tap into. Do you think this is going to be sort of a sobering experience in a lot of way for comics? Because now everybody's stuck in the exact same shared experience together. I think it is because I've, I've noticed it myself uh, recently, you know, and I think like maybe that's because I've been talking to a lot of comics about it um, in like a really just open way. But I think that it's, it's one of those experiences where because it's such a big event and it's, it's, so shaping like the last you know 25 days whatever it's been have been so changing of everybody's worldview so i think that you're going to see a lot more people creating art for the sake of creating art and a lot less um you know ego-driven comedy in in the future it's not to say it's going to go away uh there's going to be a lot of people that i think do still want to uh, be praised for for their genius, but I feel like it's 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 not going to be as accepted by the public. I think that's I think where it's going to wean a lot of people out is is I think everybody's going to be a little bit scared of that. <laughs> I think so too, and I think a lot of uh, people who just sort of 
lean into that community and that becomes their only sort of goal and their only focus, it's it's sort of a forced downtime right now where everybody has to look at what else they can work on and what else they can offer when they're not going and counting, well, I did, you know, 25 sets this week and all that stuff and just sort of being in part, it's stuck in that same culture. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and it's interesting because, like, I, I started doing that, like, uh, like online open mic thing on my on Instagram. But the, yeah. the whole thing around that, uh, because, like, I, you know, I saw what I, I waited like a week and, and saw what other people were doing. And I was like, OK, if you're going to do like an open mic online, like it's not going to work. It's not the same thing at all. Like you have to you have to make it like basically a sketch show. And so, like, that's what I did. Like, I was like, I want to make this as terrible as I possibly can. Like just <laughs> the worst thing that an audience would ever be subjected to. And, and I think like people love it because it's, it's not being taken serious. Like it's, it's just a, a giant joke. <laughs> and, Which is a great concept. So it's, Cause it's, it's, it's sort of, it, everybody's sort of in a much different mindset now where you watch this content at home you know you're sort of just trying to figure out the same day-to-day life right now as those comics you're watching on your Instagram feed are going through. Yeah, and 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 the fact that everybody's you know stuck at home, it it you you got to make your content like at least a little bit captivating. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a lot of online competition right now. Yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> so Spencer, so we have where can people check out the the Instagram open mic? By the way. Uh, so it's at uh, ICS underscore live on Instagram. Um, and so it's Instagram comedy show live. And then, uh, yeah, they can uh, check out the comedy review and article probably uh, the uh, next week. I don't know when Perfect. next week is going to be, but yeah. <laughs> Perfect. And of course, so you also, you're also doing this quarantine film festival. Yeah, so it's the Quarantine International Film Festival. Um, we just did our first edition of it. We're going to release all the videos on YouTube next week. Um, we have two categories. So we have, like, the actual uh, competition category and then a first-time filmmakers category. And, uh, yeah, we're going to be announcing our second edition soon. So uh, first round, we got close to 650 films from uh, all around the world. So excited to see what the next round brings. See, if only if every comic in Canada stays as productive as you are and focuses on some other projects, we're going to have just a wealth of new stuff coming out when all this is over. So hopefully a few other people are doing what you're doing out there. Uh, Spencer Stryker, thank you so much for joining us, man. Thank you. And, of course, go and check out that article in the Tribune coming out this week. Check out the Quarantine Film Festival and and the Instagram open mic because you're not – it's awkward as being at an open mic, but you can do it in the comfort of your own home, which is a good selling point. I think you aren't stuck in some dirty bar that you have to sneak out of. So there you go. Spencer, thank you so much, man. We'll talk to you soon. Yeah, talk to you later, buddy. And we'll be right back with Melissa Shoshahi checking in from L.A. We'll be back with more inside jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Yo, this is White Wine. Young Riesling. You're tuned in to AM640 Inside Jokes, Jokes. baby. Ha! And welcome back to Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto and, of course, coast-to-coast, Canada-wide and beyond on the Global News Radio Network. Uh, we're going to do uh, we're gonna check in with L.A. now and see what's happening out in California, out on the West Coast during this whole 
COVID shutdown. Uh, we're on the line with Melissa Shoshahi. How are you doing? Hey, I'm doing great. I'm alive. How are you guys you're, doing? You're, that's just it. As long as you're staying busy, staying sane, staying safe. Uh, it is kind of funny. I mean, we're talking to comics all around Canada. We're talking to comics in uh, on on across the U.S. It's it's you sort of forget that literally everybody's in the same boat right now. Yeah, everybody is. It they are, and it's really crazy because I'm keeping in touch with my comedy friends here in L.A. and everybody is handling it differently. Okay, yeah. um, I'm handling it like in waves. I cannot stand some comedians that are handling it really too optimistically. I can't talk to them right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there has to be a balance. I mean, I think I think it is good to, not to get sort of mired down in all the sort of fear and paranoia of it, because it is what it is, and, and, you know, to try and stay productive and to focus on some other projects. But, I mean, yeah, I think you do have to have that dose of reality about it, too, because even when all of this is over – one thing we've been talking about this this past week on the show is we don't really know what the comedy industry is going to look like. How long is that going to sort of take to limp back to what it was, you know? Yeah, exactly. So so the thing is, for, for comics that have been, let's say, working around the town and getting spots, like five to ten minute spots and doing yeah. it for free, I, I don't think it's affecting them. I think it's affecting them getting up, but it's not affecting them financially by any means. You know, they probably, you know, weren't making money doing stand-up. But for the, yeah. the comedian that is touring, that is, that's their source of income. Um, that's who it's affecting, you know? Um, I, 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 because this happened, let's see, second week of March, right? Yeah. When everything kind of yeah. shut down. So I had two, two big, co- here's the thing. So I'm, I'm Iranian American. March is the busiest, busiest time of the year for me as a comedian. That's actually the month that I bank like all my money for, for standup. I'm like, Oh, March is coming. I'm going to make so much money because that's when it's Persian new year. Okay. So I have all these universities that hire me to do their um, student organization, um, you know, uh, programming uh, events. I have random shows around the country and it all got canceled. It all got canceled. Right. I lost plane tickets. I, you know, everything got canceled. So I lost so much money. So I came out in the negative. So, and so, that's the yeah, thing, we were like, saying, I was saying to Dean that the, when I was out in LA and then literally when I got back uh, beginning of March, all this craziness happened. And I could recall just chit-chatting with you at a bar at Ha Ha's, which I guess is the American version of Yuck Yucks Comedy Club. So right. I was at a set and I think it was a Friday night. We were chit-chatting at the bar. Hey, would you like to come on and do the show? And a week later, boom, pandemonium across the world. Yeah. Well, and that's that's the thing is like gigs gigs like that for you, Melissa. I mean, that's all stuff that, I mean, we're seeing a lot of the big annual festivals get pushed back and rescheduled and, and a lot of, of sort of tours and theater shows and stuff just sort of being penciled in for later in the summer optimistically. But for you, the kind of work that you normally do this type of time of year that's specific to you and to what you do on stage, you can't push that stuff back. That's just gone until next year, I guess, right? I mean, to, 
if there is that's a next year. <laughs> yeah, if there, I'm yeah. Usually, usually in Canada. Yeah, I'm usually in Canada too, like uh, around that time as well. Toronto. Uh, oh, yeah, we have a huge Persian community here. Yeah. <laughs> it's gone, but you know what? It's okay. It's okay. Because um, I'm not the you, only one. That, yeah, exactly. Well, exactly. And that's that's sort of what we. You know, you wake up every day and go, oh, my God, this is crazy. I can't believe this is happening. I should go somewhere. I should do something. But you, you, it takes a minute to remember every day that, that this is just what's happening across the world, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not the only one. And then I could sit here and complain and cry, which I do once a week. But still, like, <laughs> you know, you know. But the thing is, like, you know, you, you got to come out of it. And you're like, well, I'm not the only one. We're all going going through this as a society. Well, and that's the interesting thing. I mean, you know, for us, for comics, the main thing that we do is when there's some big world event that happens or some huge sort of tragic or shocking thing, the first thing we do is turn to material about that. It's almost, you know, you can take the power out of something by making fun of it. This is the first time we've ever experienced where we're all going through the exact same shared experience as a society right now. How important do you think it is to sort of maintain a sense of humor about this? Can you do material about COVID while we're sort of stuck in the thick of it? Honestly, I haven't written one joke because there's, it's like meme and tweet overload of yeah. Corona. Yeah. And, and the Corona is killing just, it right now. <laughs> it's just overload. And everybody's a comedian now that I just, it's, it's a complete turnoff for me to write anything about it. Whereas if I do write anything or any type of material, it's almost like I don't want to even want to talk about it. It'll have to be a really true personal experience because this is all, it's just overload. It's just way overload. It totally is. And actually, that's something, that, that's something I want to touch on when we come back from break um, is what exactly comics are going to be talking about when all this is over. We're going to come back with more Melissa Shoshahi right here on Inside Jokes, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Hi, my name's Aaron Berg, and you're so lucky to be listening to me on Inside Jokes on 640. And welcome back to Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. We've got Melissa Shoshahi on the line from L.A. Uh, Melissa, we were talking before the break about how, yeah, everyone's stuck at home right now. Everybody's a meme artist now. Everybody's a comedian on Twitter. It's interesting because, you know, normally comics would, this is like, it's sort of a double-edged sword because this is almost like the greatest period of forced writing time in history. Mm -hmm. But when we come back from this, I mean, when you, when you return to the stage and I mean, you, you know, you do stand up by night, but also you're, I, I feel like when you live in LA, it's like you're, you're, you're hunting for writing gigs. You're going to auditions, you're acting like you sort of have to spin a bunch of plates, but as a comedian, all this downtime to sit and write. How difficult is it though? Because now all of a sudden we're in this place where we're all frozen in this same exact shared experience. Like nothing's moving forward at all. It's tough to sort of, you you aren't even living a different life from anybody else really. So it's tough to sort of come away with this with a new viewpoint. The only good thing that's coming from this, because the problem is we are all frozen and, to be creative, you have to let go of that fear that's inside of us right now because fear totally. is not driving. So 
the good thing that I've noticed from this whole situation, because there's always good that comes out of a shitty, crappy situation. Forgive my French. But um, I was always on the go. Go, 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 go. Go do this. Go do this. Oh, you, 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 you have to keep up. You have to keep up with this. You have to go uh, put FaceTime here. You have to, I was always trying to outbeat myself, right? Do as much as I can, whereas I wasn't really spending quality time doing the things that I needed to be doing, right? right. So now I have all this time. And I have no excuse. So now I'm realizing I can do the things that I should have been doing for myself. Like, hey, Mel, you should have been meditating more. You should have been working out more. You know, putting yourself in this space is actually going to help you creatively to sit there and finish this pilot, sit there and finish this whatever it is, you know. And that's what I've noticed because I've finally given myself peace of mind to not worry so much about hustling totally and i mean back in my mind yeah back in my mind i'm like you're not hustling enough no you're not hustling enough now i'm i kind of have a peace of mind because i'm like i don't need to hustle i can just stay at home and just do me and nobody's going to judge me for that it's totally true i mean we were talking to our we had uh comic spencer strikehart joining us from from out in alberta earlier and we were talking about how yeah, in, in, in stand-up, you sort of get stuck in this pattern where it's always just about the next gig and it's always about the stage time and, and it sort of it becomes everything you're, you're wired and you're geared towards. It's like a compulsion. So, I mean, it's, it's almost like this forced downtime for comics to step back and sort of, I, I don't want to sound all like a yogi about this, but to get in touch yeah. with yourself again and, and, your, and your real life and sort of get that perspective back because standup can become so entwined with your persona and your, the, that, that habit, like you said, of just constantly having to grind it out and constantly having to hustle and constantly having to go after the next thing on the gig sheet. It sort of forces you to take a step back and just sort of collect again. Mm-hmm. And, and another thing, like, I don't know what standup's going to look like when we come out of this. I don't know if, crowds are going to be so hesitant to jump right back into the comedy clubs because yeah. it, it could be infested with, with germs or laughter and people may have fear. We don't know. So I, I mean, I had to push back a lot of dates for comedy clubs because I had a comedy club hit me up because I, I had a spot on May 21st and I, I hit him up and I was like, I can't do that. That's, that's too early. We have to p- push it a couple months in advance, I don't have confidence that um, we can sell tickets. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think you're right. I think so, it's going to be like a step-by-step thing where the, that curtain gets lifted, but now it'll sort of crawl back to what it, hopefully uh, to what it was before eventually. Yeah. And comedy clubs, I understand they're a business and they're trying to stay optimistic, but I don't see it happening end of May. That's just me personally. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, 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 we're going to see what, what it's, what's going to be happening, but I just think it's going to shift. It's going to be a little different and maybe comics are going to be producing more content on, I don't know. We don't know. I think so too. I think we were, we were talking last week about how before this, a lot of sort of, you know, the standup purists would look at the YouTubers and the social media comics and sort of thumb their noses at it and go, yeah, that's not real comedy though. Now everybody has no choice but to flock to those platforms to crank out material and content right now. We might see more comics sort of 
sticking with that and using that as sort of the new platform for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Putting their their sets online. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, and you, you already do a lot of social media stuff. Do you see this as, I mean, obviously you want to get back out on stage when you can and when things do come back to normal. Do you see this as sort of a chance to sort of rebalance your own career? Do you see yourself putting more focus, on some of the other things you do and, and sort of let stand-up come back naturally as it will? Yeah, absolutely. I'm just putting that to the side burner right now and seeing what my other um, talents are because I've never really given, given it, you know, time or a chance. So I'm doing other things that I can. Maybe my writing will um, flourish more. Maybe my content will flourish more. But I am posting a lot. I'm doing what these little kids call TikTok. I've been oh, trying yeah. that one. <laughs> so, Have you become a TikToker, Melissa? I just tried. I, I put, I've been putting my stand-up on there, and let me tell you, you get more hits putting your stand-up on there than YouTube or Instagram. That, that goes more viral. So yeah, TikTok is the new thing. A comedian, yeah, anybody that's a comedian, try that out, because I put one really short 15-second clip. It has 180,000 views. Whoa. Oh, yeah. That's perfect. Yeah. Well, you know, and I mean, now the late shows are using it. So, because <laughs> everybody's broadcasting yeah. from home. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, there's different platforms now. So, you never know. You never know. You we'll can see. just recycle and use those materials that you, that's nobody, nobody's going to see. I was always holding on to my jokes. I'm like, why? Let me just post it right now. Yeah. <laughs> you have to do what you can. Okay. Well, Melissa Shashahi, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you guys so much. We'll keep Thank an eye on what uh, what you're putting out and happy writing and just stay safe and we'll do it one week at a time and hopefully hopefully a couple months from now we'll be able to see comics like you back up on stage. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Where can people follow yeah. you? Um, you know, you can go onto my Instagram and it's uh, at Mel, M-E-L, Shashahi which is S-H-O-S-H-A-H-I. It's a really simple last name, guys. Uh, (laughs) And, uh, yeah, TikTok is just my name. But, yeah, I'm on Instagram. Everything I post is what I post on TikTok. So, yeah, if you guys find me, say hello. Um, Yeah, that's it. That's it. All right, Melissa Shoshani, thank you so much. Make sure you follow her, check out her stuff online, and hopefully we'll see her this time next year anyway. I can go and back in Canada. Yeah, I know. Uh, hopefully, yeah, we'll come back from it. We'll see what it is. Melissa, thank you so much. Thank you, guys. We'll talk thank to you, you soon. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Bye. And we'll be right back with more inside jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Hey, this is Rodrigo Fernandez Stoll, star of the North by Northeast Music Festival, and you're listening to Inside Jokes on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to Inside Jokes, right here, of course, on Global News Radio 640 Toronto and Coast to Coast. Canada wide on Global News Radio Network. What a better time to stream us than now. Uh, so last week we checked in with the East Coast. We found out what was happening out in New York, here in Toronto on the stand up scene. Uh, tonight we got a little look at what's happening out in the West Coast here in Canada and, of course, down in LA. And 
just seeing what comics are up to during this whole thing. Vince, how are you hanging in there? We're doing okay. I think the show is turning into like a comedy CNN version, like uh, let's go to Larry King Live. You know, Sioux Falls, South Dakota, you're on. Like, it really is. This is the first time in four and a half years that we actually suit being on a news station. How about that? Oh, in, in two weeks, we've done New York, Toronto, Calgary, L.A. Where do you want to go next week? Let's spin the globe. It really is. I mean, it, it, it is interesting to um, – I mean, like we do, like we were talking about with with Spencer and Melissa. I mean, it's it's interesting to see how comics are using this as a time to work on different things because it's it's a weird, tricky situation for comedians to be in the exact same boat as everybody else. So it's interesting to see how different people are using that as an opportunity to sort of do something different and put their own spin on it and put their own voice out there because we have limited platforms and limited resources and limited life experience right now is the main hurdle for sure. Yeah. Melissa kind of nailed it though. Like with the comedy sources, like the comedy memes and the jokes about coronavirus, like it's just overload right now. Um, It is. And I I mean, you know, it's, it's the same thing as if, if, if shows were still happening, that's what you would see at open mics. You would see every open micer would be beating this horse to death, but you would go out and see club comics and theater comics and festivals happening where they weren't talking about that at all. That's what would be happening if we were doing live shows right now. So it's just playing out on online platforms instead, you know? Yeah. Hey, I'm guilty of it too, but I mean, something's got to get us through this. I mean, if not this show, if not, uh, if not Netflix, I mean, we all need a good laugh, you know. Absolutely. What it's like whatever keeps your mind occupied, basically, you know. Exactly. All right. So uh, thank you again to Melissa Shershahi and Spencer Stryker. Uh So just reminder to listeners, Spencer's article will be coming out this week in the Comedy Tribune, where he checks in with comics all over Canada to see what the heck people are working on and how people are staying busy during this whole thing. Uh, also, check out the Quarantine Film Festival. Uh, I love that concept, by the way, Vince. That's a great idea, you know. And I think the best—I think the best thing that one of the most interesting things that I've heard of anybody doing during this is the Instagram live open mic. Yeah, very interesting uh, way of uh, looking at it. But uh, yeah, especially- just as horrible and awkward as a true open mic at a random bar, except you could do it in the comfort of your own home, in your underwear. In your underwear, where the beer is free. So there you go. Uh, some very interesting stuff there. And, of course, follow Melissa Shoshahi. Check out what she's working on. Uh, she's, she cranked out a lot of online stuff before this. So, I mean, everybody's just sort of taking to the platforms that they can and, and pumping out comedy content. So there's stuff to watch. There's stuff to listen to. Um, the other thing, Vince, is uh, Spotify. They put together a playlist of Canadian comedy albums on Spotify that's actually really hitting heavy right now a lot of people are checking that out so that's a good thing too yeah a lot of, a lot of content to be had you just got to get out there and uh and find whatever it is you're looking for but uh keep yourselves busy keep yourself safe and keep yourselves happy through all this exactly. there's tons of stuff to keep you occupied there's so much to see and listen to canadian comics and american comics are still doing what they can uh we'll be back next week with more inside jokes vince thank you so much buddy Thank you again. Yeah, we'll tune in, uh, tune in next week. A uh, whole new, brand new show under this Comedy Under Quarantine. Comedy Under Quarantine. We're still on the air, phoning in from random locations, talking to different people every week, finding out what's going on. And, of course, just a reminder, you can listen to all of our episodes, Season 4 and beyond, on Global News Online. And we'll be back next week. That's our show. See ya. Hi, this is Alicia Carusi. 
and you're listening to my aunt, Sandra Carusi's Comedy RX. This week featuring Melissa Solshahi. I'm at that age, my parents really want me to get married. They would love for me to marry like within the culture, like a Middle Eastern guy, which I'm not opposed to. I love all different types of men. But the thing is, I'm so Americanized, I can't see myself with a guy like fresh off the boat, <laughs> you know, from like Iran, which would never happen because they can't get in the country right now. Um, oh, oh. But the point is, we wouldn't even understand each other's lingo. You know, I'd be like, hey, babe, I'm going to go run errands. And he'd be like, who the f*** is Eden? <laughs> like, no, babe, you go to work. You do you. I do me. What you mean you do yourself? You lesbian? <laughs> Are you going to cook for me? I'm like, oh, my God, that's so cute. You think I cook? <laughs> no, I got you a green card, okay? <laughs> Best meal ever! <laughs> The preceding program is a specialty program. Unless otherwise identified, the participants on the program are not employees of Chorus Entertainment. Opinions expressed may not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto.